0: KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, brings out all the stops. Tune in to KLP Aftermath as we have stories, reviews, current events and even our famous segment, Elephants in the Room. Inspired by the Breakfast Club's Donkey of the Day, KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, streams on Atlanta's number one radio station. Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6. Radio stations. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more.
1: The Heat, 94.6 Radio Station. station. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast today. Today, today is KLP Aftermath Season 5. We're still in our fifth season, but today is an episode where we change things up a bit in the studio. Now, if you guys have been seeing it on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we, we promoted this and now we're making this happen. This is the KLP aftermath, GDN, GGC special, and we've got the special director, artist, creator. We were setting up the camera equipment. She was like, "Yeah, well, Kenny, I think the camera need to be this way, right?" Because she still got that 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 urge, that that creator flow. Miss Eminem, Nae songs yeah. Yes, sir.
2: Hey, man, I appreciate you having me. This is dope. I'm excited to be here. And catch up
1: with you yes i look <laughs> i and we because we were in the parking garage guys and you know i was excited when when we pulled up because you know you got a very very nice car by the way uh, I, I peeped at it I'm like okay okay going up um it's good to catch up um if, if for a lot of people that may not know who you are i know who you know you are gdn <laughs> alumni probably know who you are but to the fans that may not know because we did <laughs> over the years they get some new newer audience they want to know who who is this awesome person.
2: Well, I'm glad that you asked. Now, I'm Ebony Nason's um, director, producer, uh, music artist, um, all the way around, just industry person, man. Mm-hmm. Like I've been doing this for a long time, so. I'm excited to kick it with you. It's been a minute.
1: I, can can I can I mess with you for a minute?
2: I mean, do what you need to do.
1: Let's cruise. <laughs> I listened to that song when it came out. So
2: yeah, that's that's one of my favorite records, and it actually um got an opportunity to um, be selected to be a part of uh like the main soundtrack for a uh, music show or a, a music movie kind of dedicated space. That was, that was super dope. That's dope. So yeah, it was. Terry Vaughn was a part of that Ooh. from um what's that? She used to be uh Steve Harvey's yeah. little joint. <laughs> so yeah, man, like it was, it was, it was dope. Everybody loves that record. One of my favorite records I've ever done.
1: Uh, so true story. I want to say that song came out 2019 or 2020, one of them years.
2: Yeah, it's like 19-ish. Yeah.
1: I remember so um you actually, so it was you and since this is a GGC alumni show, shout mm-hmm. out to Ben Coker um ben coker showed me about how to rap okay. and you know i i rapped for a minute and i was like yeah this ain't for me <laughs> but when i saw you doing your thing your yeah. music cruise is my one of my favorites yeah. and seeing it on spotify seeing your music video i said huh i want to produce music wow. and actually you amongst other friends were the the, the people that got me to do my music because wow. we got a new album coming out by the way this a shameless plug we <laughs> hey, made it in new think? york okay. uh rose roseville coming out so my group swanky aura so mm-hmm. it's swanky aura myself uh dj lupizi he's a new dj that works for us so i got inspiration to make music because of your your style and your uh, hip-hop your r and uh, and i said hey i worked with this person oh, before wow,
3: that's... so to see
1: that you're doing <laughs> some dope, dope stuff man. like music wow hmm, I'm gonna dabble into it and then I studied a little bit about it and then you know I kind of took a break because 2020 we mm-hmm. all know about 2020 and yeah. then came back swinging with the music in 2021 so I think that's dope wow. that when you're when you're leaving a college and you are really still pursuing uh the industry because oh, if yeah. you guys don't know we we've come from we started from gdn Mm -hmm. and we're gonna get dabble right into gdn and then we'll talk about gdc because um i tell a lot of my colleagues work colleagues associates that you know i do have a production mindset and Mm -hmm. and some of it i learned myself when i was 12 right Mm -hmm. but i really got to understand the industry uh starting in 2015 nice i remember getting into the gdn story uh i remember and i think you were at this meeting too uh it was me and my little brother starting 2015 g uh ggc we didn't know Mm -hmm. and it was a film class Mm
3: -hmm.
2: i
1: don't remember if it was dr rusnak you remember dr rusnak did you had her
2: no so when i was at ggc they hadn't even gotten to start the film program yet that's right so it was like they were kind of seeing what we were producing over at GDN
3: because
2: mm-hmm. at the time they just had kind of like creative writing. Mm,
3: so I see.
2: they were talking about having a film program, yeah. but it hadn't, it hadn't happened yet. Yeah. So they started, I was like one of the first um, like student aides to go over and produce video content for Grizzly athletics. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, they're starting to see that content. And then I think I was telling Matt, excuse me like Matt I need to be able to work like yeah. I need to be able to get paid for this because mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a working college student at this point like right. I can't do this for free and so he was able to work it out to where Grizzly Athletics was getting funding you know yeah and so you know they got they made it happen and so we started to in a way having to pitch it like hey this could be a great opportunity for film students that's on our campus right you know, and so I think that's what even helped get the ball rolling even further. Like, you know what, we should do this. Mm. So yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get the opportunity to like, kind of get into that film program because by then I was graduating. You were gra-
1: and I bet you were like, because I remember, because I was a little bit uh, ticked off too, uh, just a little bit, <laughs> when it was it was 2019. I was uh, almost finished. Ah, CMAP majors or not. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh really? <laughs> like I could have been. <laughs> And right. I had professors. Why don't you do that? I was like, I, Well, you know, I, I took loans to go to this school, so I, right, I don't want, you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I so I ended up taking, and I don't regret it. Really, my mm-hmm. business degree is worked out really, really well. Yeah. Um, But going back, 2015, uh, me and my brother were in class, and I, I, I think you were at this meeting because Matt. That was the first time I I saw Matt Mahoney mm-hmm. when he was talking about GDN, and I said it was a calling. It was like you need to do this as a film guy yeah.
3: yeah. and
1: I'm like okay so fast forward I went to one of the soccer matches and we're gonna get into the soccer matches and and production side because Ebony was here when it was the Wirecast days we're gonna explain that in a minute oh yeah
2: oh yeah
1: (laughs) um I'm coming up nervous and you know Matt Mahoney he's tall taller Mm -hmm. than me Mm -hmm. so I'm like Mr. Mahoney hi my name is Kenny and I'm just mm-hmm. I'm nervous I'm shaking out the boots and I, I see you I see Marissa and mm-hmm. I want to say that I saw um Tamra shout okay. out to Tamra okay okay and you, you guys were the day ones and okay. well a little bit of the day ones I know Matt has talked about um uh, Myron yeah I, I met Myron mm-hmm. but I haven't had a chance to really work with him in
3: 2015
2: yeah. when Matt kind of first started um GDN Mm -hmm. it was literally just me and Myron Mm. and Myron was actually there first
1: interesting because he
2: was Myron was always running camera so before you had like graphics and this and that all these things and we were just working on literally one laptop um Matt you know anchoring and then Myron on camera Mm -hmm. and then me Directing and producing. Wow. So it was just like a three man, three man woman band there. It was us. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, shout
1: out to Martin for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Um, So, I'm meeting him. He's like, Well, nice to meet you, Mr. Patterson. And you know how Matt talks. He's like, You know, (laughs) because he's focused on what he's doing. So, Mm -hmm. I'm like, Yeah, okay. So, I came back and I said to my brother, Like, hey, there's a game tonight. We we should go. So, he was like, Yeah, no, this ain't for me. I said, okay, well, you go find your calling, Ryan. I'm Mm going to go and pursue this. And, you know, I became junior videographer. And then Mm -hmm. the same road I took, because I was, look, I took (laughs) loans and I had to be a working college student too. So I said to him, like, hey, you know, I showed my skill. I got to get paid for this. So I ended up getting paid and, and doing the things. Now, I mentioned, and we're about to get a little nerdy a little bit here so if you guys don't understand <laughs> stay tuned with us but i mentioned you were there in the wire cast days now sure. there was a famous saying that matt always said anticipate everything that something that can go wrong yeah will go yep. wrong matt yep. i didn't forget about yep. that
2: everything that can go wrong will, will go wrong. wrong absolutely
1: um it <laughs> was so that was the year the wire days we had the and i think they still have those panasonic cameras still um maybe a little update and they mm-hmm. probably got more toys up there now um but explain to the people the the wire days and man. the internet and yeah. trying to get it together
2: man trying to hardwire get some connection outside <laughs> yeah that's that's where we were um and it was like with the press box it wasn't well for baseball we mm-hmm. had a press box so it was like you know we had everything we needed kind of there to kind of make it happen
3: mm-hmm.
2: i think the biggest challenge started to happen when we started doing the soccer games
3: mm-hmm. and
2: you know we really just had like a tent mm. you know all of our equipment <laughs> and you know whoever decided to kind of show up and kind of run with us that day yeah but i do remember um because i think your brother's like taller or something he is taller yeah, yeah so i i remember seeing y'all and, and I remember me and Matt even having a conversation like you came in hungry
3: mm-mm, you know what I'm saying and then it so cool. it was
2: just like okay he's really interested in because it's like sometimes it, sometimes you get a lot of people show up but then you'll just kind of be able to read the room like yes yeah. oh, they not really
1: if they're fiddling know. on their phones or looking mm-hmm, away yeah I remember because I was so and they I'm sure Matt still has it, the big monitor where the director and producer mm-hmm. would operate and I'm like this is production. Yeah. Right. And I think it stems from um, not to jump ahead, but it stems from a couple of two years before that we were on set of what was that Shane Lee Woodley movie uh, Insurgent that they were filming in oh, Atlanta. Okay, okay. And we were able to kind of see and see production side mm-hmm. of that. I have a story about that, too, if you want to <laughs> hear Um I'll go ahead and say that story real quick. So we were on that that set, and it was a tiny elevator, and the director said, I need the uh, I need the extras on set right now. And that's the director speaking. Mm-hmm. So all women, <laughs> extras, okay. crowding into the elevator. And my brother was like, Cause he knows, like, you know, he like, you, you're you right, you're <laughs> right, Lucas. I'm like, Yep, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's just a lot of women just <laughs> in one So um but when we walked out and we saw the the cameras and then the mm-hmm. computer screens and the set i'm like mm-hmm. okay i'm interested in that yeah so fast forward in 2015 when i first saw uh gdn setup, i'm like this is cool and i didn't even think they did this at ggc you know yo,
2: yo it's so funny that you mentioned that because for me ggc isn't where i got my start in production i was already mm-hmm. doing this i actually got my start in production my mom forced me to take a video production class um this was like junior high yeah and i didn't want to take it like i i didn't want to take it and so the way the classroom was set up you had like classroom over here and mm-hmm. then studio on the other side of the class mm-hmm. and i remember um the teacher told me he was like well if you don't want to go in the studio like you can just sit over here watch tv so i was like okay i'm gonna sit here and watch tv and so all the students are like okay we're going to the studio everybody up excited and I mean they run over there Ooh, so like, like, what's, what's wrong with them kids yeah. like, okay so I'm hearing all this commotion going on while I'm just trying to watch TV and I'm just like yo what are they doing right and I literally walk over there and my face lit up like it was Christmas uh-huh. like I literally peeped around the corner and I saw the green screen, I saw anchors yep. getting ready, I saw the cameras, I mm-hmm. saw the the control room, and I was just like, like, oh y'all, y'all about to y'all about, y'all to, about do to make so? a Marvel movie, yeah. huh? <laughs> and the teacher literally was standing there right there, like, so now are you interested? Okay, so yeah, what what are y'all doing? Yeah. And so that, for it. me, that that was that moment. Mm. And then we moved here to Atlanta and I was like, okay, I'm thinking i'm gonna oh i'm gonna be an artist so i'm gonna get signed like yeah. atlanta was booming with you know for music right. at the time so i was ready but it's like it took music has always been my first love but then when video started taking off for me i always thought okay video is gonna be how i get my foot in the door right so my first gig was working on um, with this guy named terry miles and shalonda mccarthy uh-huh um, we were doing like podcast type content at the time oh, before cool. podcasts was was even podcast was
1: podcast. Yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so
2: I'm like, and so they um was working with Master P and Lil' Romeo on, oh, the, uh, on the label. So I got a chance to be a videographer for their artist that they had signed in Atlanta. Mm. And so, and the label was called No Limit Forever. It was an extension of No Limit Records. Yeah. And so that was my first time. I got a, I got to shoot a music video. I oh, got lit. to meet several different artists who was coming in to be interviewed. Lit. Like yeah. just started, just kind of going. And so that passion just started growing from there. It became right. like a itch. Like yo, I cannot shake this. And so fast forward to get to GGC, mm-hmm. I didn't. I was never really like always so interested in school. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I wasn't a straight A student. Mm-hmm. Like that just wasn't my thing. Because it was one of those things where like. I know I have to do this, mm-hmm. but I really want to do production. Yeah. I really want to do production. Yeah. And so I was doing production at church. Aww. So I was running yeah. the camera and then <laughs> initially got, you know, acclimated with like being on the switcher yeah. and just all these different things. And so. Yeah. I moved to college campus. I was one of the first um class. Well, I was the first class mm-hmm. to be able to live on dorm because they had just built the dorm. They dorms. just built them, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Shout out to the
1: RAs. I was an RA. Yeah, man, <laughs> it
2: was. Yeah, it was such a crazy experience. Yeah. But it was like just sitting there, like, yo, I don't feel fulfilled. Right. Like I'm like something is missing. Like yeah, we party and we have a good time. We go to class, whatever. Right, dining hall. Like, oh, dine,
0: shout yeah, out to dining hall. Specs,
2: yo. Like, <laughs> spent too many days. Yeah, always you know. eat Man, but I was just like, yo, I'm missing something.
1: Missing something. And yep. So
2: sure enough, like I didn't even know we had a athletics department
1: I didn't know that until when Matt met in our film class at yeah. one time. Like, oh, we got an athletic
2: division, and okay. so and 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 that's great that y'all actually had a class to like for him yeah. to go and speak. We didn't have that at the time. Oh man, it was literally me just trying to like figure out well, what was. I think I had got an email or something had came about about mm-hmm. like Grizzly Athletics,
3: mm-hmm. and I
2: was like, oh, well, what's that? Yeah, you know. So I started kind of digging deeper, and I immediately thinking, okay, athletics sure that they need video content right like that i don't know you i watch sports myself so somebody yeah. somebody filming yeah so should i go over there i find it so yeah man i i go and um i actually from my dorm i walked over to the grizzly athletics like complex
1: yeah that was me because i didn't have my car yet yeah like <laughs> so i had my forward. car
2: so i was just kind of curious like just kind of walking one day just getting some exercise mm-hmm. and i stumbled up on it and i was just like well what is this so boom i'm walking i'm kind of just kind of exploring yeah
1: the building's very nice too the facility is always amazing state of the art i
2: mean beautiful yeah beautiful
1: Beautiful. but what matt say b b e a beautiful
2: yeah
1: that's shout out to matt uh
2: yeah man but i remember like um (laughs) i finally just went over there and um, I think I had just asked a few questions yeah. you know, in regard to video and they like, oh, you might want to talk to Matt Mahoney. And I'm like, mm. Okay, well who is that and where is he?
3: Yeah. Oh, well,
2: his office is just further down. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just peeping around corners and I see, hey, you Matt? Like, hey, it's you like how you hey. yeah, you like, Matt? <laughs> yeah, like <With> hey. <laughs> <"Thanks>.
3: <laughs>
2: Let me talk to you. Yeah. And so literally, you know, I just told him I was interested and it was like from that moment me and him clicked like day one that's good and you know he's like okay we'll you know show up to this meeting yeah this 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 and so shoot i showed up and it was like it was a green light from there yeah like
1: mm-hmm. it was kind of the, the for me it was similar same story uh we went to the one of the soccer matches mm-hmm. um and he said hey show up to a meeting came to a meeting mm-hmm. we had a talk i wasn't bored yeah right um so it was a very interesting start to that experience with GDN. Uh, I enjoyed, you know, every moment of the the, the starting point. Mm-hmm. But now we we get into, you know, us work study, mm-hmm. and we we take it a little, and we all we always took it seriously, oh, but yeah. we take it a little bit more serious For because sure. now it's something on a resume. It's mm-hmm. something. It's your job, right? Yeah. So it's a something that potentially you if you don't show up or show out yeah you could get let go but that mm-hmm. that was rare at gdn because everybody was just so interested For sure. uh in doing that and one of my favorite things and we i guess we can go ahead and talk about this part because it lasted long but it didn't last as long mm-hmm. and i'm saying the outside of the sports production side so i'm talking media day i'm mm-hmm, talking mm-hmm. um what was the show grizzlies live mm-hmm, at nukes mm-hmm. right Love that. those were my favorite yeah, yeah because i felt grizzlies live at nukes was you know we, we put on a full show like a talk show yep yep in the heart of a restaurant yep and we're interviewing coaches mm-hmm. uh uh trainers yep the athletes themselves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and around i want to say around 2015 um i was a little bit nervous to talk to athletes because i noticed that there was a bit of a disconnect between athletes and, and students at that year now mm-hmm. they've changed a lot they've changed mm-hmm. but uh i wanted to ask you what was your highlight of all of the uh, extra shows that we would do
2: wow Ooh, my highlight Mm-hmm. um honestly i would have to say it was media day, media day. because for mm-hmm. me like i've always been into like basketball
3: mm-hmm. like
2: nba and stuff so i've always seen kind of like their behind the scenes of how they do their media day mm-hmm. so to get the opportunity to actually produce one mm-hmm. and i'm talking about produce as in like pre-production okay well we need a list of players you know um questions or this or that you know even creating graphics like the mm-hmm. lower thirds and like I literally got an opportunity to create the entire thing. Mm. And so that was so dope for me because it was just like, I had never done that before. Mm. And so, and it's just like, those type of moments kind of help and just live sports broadcasting in general, like Mm. continuing to dive into that opportunity even more.
3: Mm. And
2: Matt um, gave us the opportunity, me and Marissa, Mm -hmm. and I think Myron went with us as well. We had went to like Orange Beach or something like that Mm. for the, uh, it was like a NAIA track meet or something. And so I got to produce that. Yeah, I got to produce that. I think Marissa and Myron might have been on camera or something. Mm. So that was dope. And so one thing I will say about Matt is like, although he wasn't like during my time, Mm -hmm. he wasn't um, able to kind of get us jobs in the industry. He definitely made sure that we would like any opportunities that may have come about. Yeah. He definitely like tried to like push it to us,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: so it's like with those opportunities, it gave me to like okay, maybe I can just dive into live live broadcasting. Yeah. and so from there, I actually landed my first job like at Encompass, where I was working for um, AT and T Sportsnet. Ooh. and so from Ooh, there, it's okay. like I got to trim commercials for big clients like Wendy's, Ooh, McDonald's, yeah. Yeah. Um, Disney. And I even got to um, rebroadcast and trim Kobe Bryant's last professional
1: basketball game. Oh, shout out to Kobe. Yeah. Shout out to Kobe.
2: Most definitely. Go on, to something. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm like, so it's like Matt don't even know, like, those particular moments from GDN basically helped push me to Mm -hmm. start, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. in a higher level of my career.
1: Yeah. I would say for that, too, um, shameless plug, I'm sorry, guys, but, (laughs) you know, gdn taught me about production now mm-hmm. it taught me production when when making movies so um with everybody seeing my movies on prime video and tubi and they asked like how did, how did you how did you learn that stuff like well some of it i learned but hey i was in sports production mm-hmm. and broadcasting yep. in college with gdn so mm-hmm. it kind of taught me ways of how to create things yeah um and you know shout out to him with that because it's a learning experience and now yeah. i feel with the cmap major he's definitely i'm sure he's pushing mm-hmm. further projects to students right Absolutely. now at, at ggc um so as we turn the page um this was i want to say it was 2016 right for for me i started in 2015 and well let me back up because relating to my favorite highlights it is grizzly's life but softball used to do this thing um and i think they still do it now where because I remember when my first time going, it was 2015. Um, they had, what was it called? Georgia Race for Autism.
3: Yeah, So yeah. I
1: like it how that was one of my favorite highlights is having athletic department doing something and giving back to the community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're not looking at, hey, look what we're doing to mm-hmm. make ourselves look good. They said, we want to do good for our Gwinnett County yeah. uh, community. The community, for sure. Um, and I remember, because I had met the coaches so it was coach Cat which mm-hmm. i think she's still there um and i met coach Datko which mm-hmm. she left and then it was coach Matters and then now coach Datko's back okay. so i met those two coaches and i remember meeting some of the players that were in the same grade as me mm-hmm. um they were very very nice but i was nervous cuz i was you know 2015 Kennedy yeah. i didn't you know i didn't have a haircut yeah, I, no, I, I, I you really- know um and it was me marissa i think we covered that where i was the camera operator videographer mm-hmm. and she was the interviewer mm-hmm. and to see that the players get so nervous yeah. in 2015 is one thing i've noticed players are so nervous yeah. because they're so new to this right mm-hmm. we've had a lot of and which i'm still friends with a lot of them uh international athletes where what is that that's a camera i don't want, i'm mm-hmm. you know yeah um those are the, the the best memories if they're they're giving back to the community um I wanted to ask you and because there was a video that's out for their their page and they interviewed us um 2017 what was your favorite part of GdN and i joked and I, joke I said the food, but I'm slick not joking though because <laughs> you know the food at production I
3: mm-hmm.
1: might mm-hmm. <laughs> to put y'all on blast a little bit because I hate Marco's pizza. That's all Yo. we ate. <laughs> uh, That's not all we ate, but we, we ate that a lot. Because yeah, they say, were a sponsor. Most,
2: yeah, for most, for most productions, that was, that, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
2: what? I had never had Marco's Pizza Ugh. until I started doing GDS. Yeah, me too. And then I love how, like, you started seeing the growth. Because I think at some point, we started mm-hmm. getting, like, the Chick-fil-A boxes. Yeah, the funding there. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it was just, like, yeah. we went from, like, pizza Almost every production, mm-hmm. and then and then sometimes we would get options, even going to the new like yo, oh, yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, let's that we gotta hot. eat, yeah. So yeah, like it was, I think it was just growth, and I think even and just speaking on growth, like we went from filming baseball games, mm-hmm. softball. Mm-hmm. and then we included tennis mm-hmm. which was super dope i had never mm-hmm. did that before
1: yeah we're gonna get to that cause that scaffold and because <laughs> yeah. i think that was in 2016 we're gonna oh, get
3: there
1: oh my goodness oh my goodness <laughs> yeah um yeah nukes is very good and i, I and i guess that's one of the part because we're putting on a good show but eating at nukes because they, they're oh, they're club sandwiches mm-hmm, oh mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. god
3: mm-hmm.
2: um
1: i was sad when they said yeah we're no longer filming grizzlies live i'm like no we had
2: a good one though i think for me like wednesdays it was i think it was wednesdays wednesdays we get here and Mm -hmm. it's like okay yep we got to load up the car like Mm -hmm. you know we're headed down and so Mm -hmm. i think for me setup was probably my favorite part because it Mm -hmm. got it was an opportunity for us to like really all kind of work together like like everybody knew they had a job to do and we had to do it by a certain time, right. you know, in order for us to even produce the show.
3: Right. So
2: I think that was, that was probably the the exciting part for me. And then us getting to eat as a team, as a family, because I'm like, hmm. that's so important when you are in production, yep. you don't want to just always work with people. You actually want to get to, le- you know, get to learn, learn people. people for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what are your hobbies? What are you into? You mm-hmm. know, do you want to direct? Do you want to produce? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like at the end of the day, it's about us growing as individuals yeah. and you know, giving everybody an opportunity. Yeah. You know. So that that to me was like definitely one of my favorite parts, us just always being able to come together as a right. team either before or after the production.
1: Right. I, and at nukes, I had a lot of so as as I grew up in GDN, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with Matt at Nukes, like, hey, yeah, we Kennedy from junior videographer, we're gonna be to senior videographer. Mm-hmm. So now we're having videographers come in. I need you to teach them. Yeah how you know how good you how dope you can do in videography i need you to teach those yeah right same thing hey kennedy uh let's say you're getting ready to graduate we need a director kennedy Mm -hmm. i need you to direct now right so it's a growing process and those conversations i've had with matt Mm -hmm. at nukes yeah um so that's why that that's gonna always be um a special place in in our hearts when it comes down to it um so turning the page now we're in 2016. Um, 2016. We, there's just so much that happened. We can't cover everything, but I'm, a, I'm we're gonna yeah, cover the yeah. highlights okay. of 2016. Yeah, now, let's
2: cover the highlights. Springtime,
1: because I I, st- I started in 2015 and mm-hmm. fall. So now, turning the page to spring of 2016, the next year, baseball and softball season.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And yep. if y'all don't know,
2: <laughs> some of the longest, the
1: longest matches. <laughs> Hot spring, hot summer. I've been cooked. I remember one athlete. I want to say it was Nicole Rodriguez, soccer player. Shout out to her. Um, She asked me, was I okay? Because my skin, because it was hot. Mm. I've been cooked. Wow. I got dark. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, it's just baseball and softball season. (laughs) So, you know, it's just, it is what it is. So, so 2016 softball. Uh, in baseball season primarily my first so baseball because i play baseball so Mm -hmm. i'm always gonna be be an advocate for um for baseball and softball because i play baseball and softball is kind of almost like the same thing as baseball just a little bit but just a little bit of different rules um but man talk about some let's talk about some of those those events so we introduced and we kind of introduced it in we, well, we introduced this softball in baseball season and then it went over to soccer that next year. But the scaffold
2: wow, that was man, that was that was a game changer Mm-mm. because it was like adding that scaffold. oof Oh man, like, no, before we even get to the scaffold. Mm-hmm. Adding the second
1: camera. Oh, okay. Yeah. I jumped Ad- ahead. Adding the
2: second camera.
1: Yeah. You talking Dude. about the the hot the home plate yeah. on the part. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yep.
2: Yes. That was that was great because one thing that Matt used to always kind of tell us is like, you know, parents want to see their kids' faces. Mm-hmm. And it's so like, you know, with the high cam, with the wide angle, you can't we just see the play. We don't necessarily yeah. get to see like real like emotion or what's really going on, Mm -hmm. you know, on the field. So Mm -hmm. adding that second camera just gave the production so much more life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think honestly it made people even tune in even more because we were able to get like, um, the dugout shots Mm -hmm. or, you know, get close on the picture or the this or that, like, just, Mm -hmm. just get closer to the action. Yeah. And I think for a lot of viewers, it connected even more because it made you feel like you were actually watching. Right, like a a real production, like that you would be watching it on TV or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think so. Then we get to the scaffold. Now that's just a whole nother.
3: It just nother seemed beast. like you
2: just you're just constantly elevating,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: so that right that shot, that was a whole nother game changer. Like okay,
3: mm-hmm. and I
2: think from a production standpoint as a producer, it kind of makes you like a proud parent moment of like wow we we're, we're doing this, like mm-hmm. we're growing. Like oh, I remember when it was just one camera, yeah. Like, Myron is, like, sitting in the window,
1: yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yeah. so,
2: yeah, like, so, that was just, that was so dope, and, and shout out to Marissa, because, like, shout out to Marissa, a lot of times when I would be directing and producing, she was, like, my camera, mm-hmm. you know, my camera person, and so, we did not have like walkie talkies or anything and so
1: oh, the little headset that you didn't no, oh no we
2: didn't have that <laughs> and so it was literally that's why it's so important to yeah. like communicate with your team yep. you know what i'm saying and, and people really understand like their role in their position mm-hmm. and so like we would just have conversations and sometimes like we would review like stuff yeah you know and so it's like so people kind of go and do homework and then come in like They'll have their own plan of what they want to see. And that was so dope. And so as the person that's sitting behind the computer, being able to see the different shots, Mm -hmm. it excited me because it's like, wow you guys have been paying attention and sometimes matt would get us together and it's like we're watching you know just various productions or whatever yeah to help us get better at what we're doing
3: right so
2: i'm like we we did not have any communication with the camera operators Mm -hmm. but man marissa would be killing it yeah she man she would be killing it (laughs) i mean oh my i mean it's like me and i I think me and Marissa's relationship really got an opportunity to grow because it was like we started really clicking on Mm -hmm. like production. Right. And so it was just like I started being able to like lean on her her more, Mm -hmm. you know, I I knew she was going to get the shot that I needed. Right. You know, and and so it's like it's it's exciting for me as the producer because it's like I'm the one that's controlling what the viewers see, Mm
3: -hmm. you know, and I can only Mm -hmm. give
2: them what you guys give me. Right. You know what I mean? True. So. True. To not have any type of conversation during production. Yeah. It was all, I mean, every time we ended a production, it was always just like, God, we like, we killed. We, we made yeah, it happen. We, did we
1: made that, it happen. Yeah. One thing I liked about our team, 2015 and, well, any year that I've done GDN, I liked. Mm-hmm. But 2015, 2016, and a little bit 2017, I, I, I enjoyed that class because we would have side conversations but we knew we had a job to do right right so when we knew we had a job to do we kind of stayed focused Mm -hmm. and i think that's something that i would believe that matt mahoney appreciated like okay they have fun Mm -hmm. but they know this is we got to do good at this right right um because a lot of parents did tune in and Mm -hmm. i'm 2016 arguably one of our best years because We added the scaffold, the three camera shoots. At that Mm -hmm. point, we're we're trying to. I think we transitioned a little bit to tricaster. Yep. After that, I
2: remember I remember hearing about that. And
1: viewership went up, and numbers Mm -hmm. went up, and everybody enjoyed what we were doing. So, I think that's 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 pinnacle about our team is we're focused. We'll have fun. We'll talk later Mm -hmm. about whatever movie you were watching. Later yeah. on, but we need a job. We have mm-hmm. a job to do for
2: sure.
1: Especially, you knew pressure was on when Doctor Darren Wilson walks by.
2: <laughs> Shout out to
1: Doctor Wilson for
2: sure. When
1: he walks by with Ned Cobro, <laughs> mm-hmm. you knew. Oh, okay. What Gotta we doing? Because sure doing- well, that's the big. That's the big boss, right? <laughs>
2: make
1: sure everybody doing what they supposed to be doing, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, and that year was good too because uh, for for me, 2016 is when I became an RA, so at that point i knew okay so i'm in college i need to be an ra and sorry sandrine that was an old boss director for res i did it because it was free room and board honestly (laughs) judge to the game
2: use your resources resources
1: (laughs) um but i know i enjoyed that job as well but Mm -hmm. i mean it had some good benefits um so i had to balance that Mm -hmm. um and i I wanted to give a shout out to miss uh erin frank um she was the the finance coordinator for athletics and she noticed that hey well yeah you could do both you just gotta kind of balance both
3: Mm
1: -hmm. right because they can't i couldn't get overpaid with work study which makes sense so um shout out to her because she made it happen to where i could still do gdn Mm -hmm. and still do my ra stuff i remember when we had the opener banquet in 2016 i know i'm jumping a little bit ahead of there and i was able to 10 ra event and so then i said sandrine hey i have an athletics event can i go and they was like yeah go Mm -hmm. have fun and i was just like really because (laughs) we live i work in in jobs today where you know no means no and bosses are a little bit more strict because we got to you know and those set of people they understood that Mm -hmm. hey he's he's a college kid too right right um so shout out to them that scaffold it was either me or um i forgot the other gentleman that we had brought on um i forgot his name but it was me or him on that scaffold and Mm. when we first got the scaffold i was a little scared yeah
2: i'm sure
1: i was nervous because i was high up and it's like wooded floor so my legs would give up Mm -hmm. because it's like we didn't have like a chair or a cushion so it hurt my knees buckled and it hurt yeah and for baseball was worse because it was nine innings. Man. Sometimes we go overtime.
3: What? Oh god.
1: And I remember those nights where if we would go overtime, yep. we didn't get done to about 11,
2: 12 Oh o'clock. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I, the double headers. Uh, I mean, uh. just baseball from even to this day, when I when I hear anybody like, hey, do you want to go to a baseball game? Uh, no, <laughs> just I, I feel like I've had my time with baseball. I am yeah. okay. I think producing it was enough because yeah. it's like, and then the weather is so unpredictable. Just
1: yeah, and We've, I
2: remember like what that three hundred footer cable that we used to have to like constantly like roll up. Roll, oh
1: God, yes, roll it up, roll mm-hmm. it up, roll <laughs> I was it up.
3: Like and no, thank you.
2: <laughs>
1: you would see like the athletes and their their significant others mm-hmm. and their parents would come yep. out to the game. They're talking. They're all leaving. We're still Man, chugging away. I mean, goodness, everybody was exhausted. Oh yeah, and I was kind of the cheery spirit, right? Cause mm-hmm. I can tell like, when, when you're fatigued and tired, you kind of get aggravated. For sure. Cause I'm like that too, and I'm, I'm learning to not do that. Yeah. So I would make a corny joke. And this is, was... wanna hear another story?
2: Uh-oh, let's go.
1: I think, did you work with Chris Morales before? I don't think he came on yet, or he was starting to come on mm-hmm. as you were kind of leaving out cause of graduation and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was 2016, I, it might have been 2017, but we got introduced to the word swanky. Okay. And I, they always used to joke with me because I would use the word swanky. And I turned it into a business yeah, with the radio yeah. station and and my studio now. Yeah, so, dope. so shout out to GDA because they kind of <laughs> helped make swanky studios nah, and swanky I feel 93, that. right? I feel that. I feel um. So I would say the point of that story is I would say something so corny just to get people to laugh. Mm -hmm. And when you know you got Matt, Matt does his laugh where he kind of like, just a little bit and he's like about to fall and i was like yeah i know i made matt laugh Yo,
2: that's hilarious
1: because <laughs> you remember his laugh he's like
2: <laughs> that is hilarious
3: that's hilarious
1: so and that's one of the things i would do and everybody's laughing it's like 11 o'clock at night yeah. we're packing up yeah and i'm just like hey i made y'all laugh i've done my job tonight and
2: that's so dope man because you write like when you are tired and yeah. you know it is late we're just trying to get it done,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and
2: so you know, yeah, you do become a little more antsy, and like ah, yeah. But so yeah, we definitely needed that energy to just continue to just make wrap up fun, yeah. You know, for any production, because yeah. it's like we understand it's something that we have to do, and so yeah, you, we still in a way want to have fun while we wrapping mm-hmm. up as well, yeah. You know, so that's thank you for that, yeah. For sure,
1: we have to, we have to. Um, so fast forwarding. A little bit still in 2016, but now I hope we hopefully we covered everything with softball and soccer because the same year now it's soccer season. 2016 was very, very important. Um, I, I want to ask if you were still here at GDN at that point. We probably won't talk about like 2019 and 2020 because mm-hmm. we, we gotta go there. Um, but 2016 was very pivotal. Um, me being as an RA, I wanted to solve the the problem that we were having where res life and athletics couldn't click Mm -hmm. um they there's been some choice words that i won't repeat on this on this clean show but i want us to solve that gap and i knew in my gut like if i help make change as an ra and as working as with athletics maybe they can kind of come to our events they can Mm kind of click together they can kind of you know build that gap that that was missing so yeah. that way we can have people come out to these games for sure um so 2016 and you can I've, it's more of a question because i i'm i can't remember if you were there 2016 both men's and women's going to denver colorado for mm-hmm. the naia championships mm-hmm. matt says oh well gdn's not gonna be there sorry guys we just don't have funding a couple of days later I'm, you know, working on homework, bored. It's <laughs> November, you know. Mm-hmm. Matt gives me a call. He's like, hey Kenny, what you doing? I'm like, well, I'm doing homework. So what you doing tomorrow? Um, oh, probably nothing. I mean, we're kind of slow. It's Thanksgiving week, so everybody's kind of getting ready to go home. He's like, so what you doing for the week? I'm like, Matt, what are you what are you what are you asking me right now? Right. He's like, You want to come to Denver? I said, Oh shoot. Is this what I think this is? <laughs> they had funding for us to go so i had to oh i had to scramble i had to ask because i was an ra so Mm -hmm. i asked Sandrine, like hey this was not a lie but this was something i had to sell her because i had a plan too i said hey could we if i go to this trip it's men's and women's soccer i can build a relationship with ggc athletics i can network talk to them have them come to our events, make them be more part of res life. Mm-hmm. We can make it happen. If you say yes, yeah. if it's a no, it's a no, I yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, She said, yeah, if you think that this can work, definitely go on this trip, you're, we'll excuse you, you're fine. I said, yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm quickly packing up my clothes mm-hmm. and my brother's calling me to ask me a favor. He's like, no bro, I, I gotta hit the road now cause I Good. leave tomorrow. Cause it was like, pack today, we, we leave tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm packing up and I tell bro, you are gonna have to figure it out for a week. I'm going to Denver. I'd never been to Denver. Yeah. Been on a flight before. So I pull up, excited, geeked out. My, my uh, luggage and the GDN equipment is ready to be packed in the, in the bus.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Men's soccer coming in. And at that point, they kind of knew me, but they didn't. They was like, oh, snap. Kennedy, are you coming? They're like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to be there with y'all. Yeah. Women's soccer. It's like, oh, my God, Kennedy, are you going up with us? Like, yeah, I'm going. So we're packing up and we're on the, the trip to denver we've had this is a story uh the, we had the black van that was rented to gdn we didn't have power mm. out there on the field so we generated power from the van itself and we the joke is the first ever gdn production suv because it was <laughs> it was like a, a ford explorer yeah. suv that yeah. had power yeah plug it into the the uh and then I think we still had Wirecast at that time. Wirecast, we had one camera mm-hmm. and we, we, me and Michael, shout out to Michael Day.
3: Hey, You know, it was me, <laughs> Michael, and
1: Matt filming the best we could. It was cold and it was cold mm-hmm. and different too. It was Man. so cold, um, but we pulled it off. And I remember this, the point of the story I was going with this, um, sitting there playing Uno with women's soccer and men's soccer was around us too. And I had that conversation,
3: mm-hmm.
1: right? I was nervous because i didn't want to like say anything offensive right but i said hey guys i'm trying to build this gap between athletics mm-hmm. and res life
3: yeah
1: right because that's important so we had a nice crucial conversation i said guys this is what needs to happen yes you guys are athletes your students we get that but sometimes y'all have to give back mm-hmm. right and then that lead to them coming to RA move-in, uh, student move-in day and more events. And mm-hmm. now we're bridging that gap. Everybody knows about the athletic teams. Yeah. And then not going to go too fast here, but in 2018, 17, 18, everybody was coming to the games.
2: And that's so dope, man. Right. That's the so impact. That's so dope that you got the opportunity to do that. Because mm-hmm. I remember when GDN didn't have funding, like <clears throat> we would make it to like the championships and everything like mm-hmm. that. And we would have to sit there and watch the athletes get on the bus. Matt gets to go, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And so it's just like we don't have funding to basically, like, take the rest of the crew. Yeah, And so that used to suck, you know, because it's like, you know, you'll work hard all season long, and then mm-hmm. it's like there's a drop-off. Like, okay, well, y'all go ahead and do, you know, the rest of what y'all need to do we'll yeah. be home when you guys get back. And so I remember, like, uh, Matt – I think it was Matt or Marissa. They had filmed like some footage or something on the buses Mm -hmm. before the buses actually left, Mm -hmm. and then we just kind of picked up when they got back or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, like I remember that struggle of like the games would be empty. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, students were not showing up. Mm -hmm. I think when we talk about, so that's I think for us, that's why viewership was so important because it's like okay. If we start doing like producing better content, mm-hmm. and the school actually starts getting involved and actually starts supporting, you know, our material, then yeah, we yeah. can bridge a gap. We can talk about, you know, having students come to the games and you know really just start believing in Grizzly Athletics. Mm-hmm. But I think for a long time, like I said, when I was there, I didn't know anything about Grizzly Athletics until I was just kind of
3: doing some around. research. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: So there were so many other students that, you know, nobody knew that we had an athletics team. Yeah. And
3: yeah.
2: so, and it's like, that's so crazy because we it's we are all on the same campus. Yeah. So shout out to you for bridging that gap and like being a part of that impact. Yeah, because
1: it's, and it wasn't, because uh, a lot of people ask me to this day, like, why did you do it? it, it it's not for ego. It's not yeah. for me just say, hi, look what I did. No,
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's for a, 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 organization to to blossom and to grow because you For look sure. at you know trying not trying to compare schools but you look at uh georgia state georgia southern uga they mm-hmm. have such that great impact
2: absolutely right
1: so i'm a firm believer that ggc might be ggu georgia going university a- and that's a cool thing to say because as it grows it and it may not be next year right, right but right. As it grow, I want GGC to be a university mm-hmm. to where they get more funding, and we might see a basketball team. Yeah, right. That, we might see be a swim, a yeah. swim team, yeah. right, or a football team. Yeah. That would be dope. Yeah. Um, and then that was a great impact. And then you know, to my own horn here because hey. I think he no ego, but no. first ever GDN president. Hey,
2: there you go, right here, first <laughs> ever. <laughs>
1: when we got funding to be an So That's
2: so dope, uh, man
1: but those are the impacts that we want to, we, we share these stories Mm -hmm. and, uh, we, we want an organization to grow, um, to, to greater heights. And as you know, over the years, we've got newer people and, you know, I got to talk to a lot of athletes that are from the States and athletes from Sweden, Switzerland, um, Argentina, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, to their relationship fast forward. I know I'm kind of jumping all over, but, athletes in particular you remember Jordan Cox and Valerie Poda mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we all know they were going to get married
3: they yeah. were they were college yeah. sweethearts yeah.
1: they got married and they stayed at the hotel that i managed nice. when i was in hospitality so when they come in it's like oh snap kitty hey kitty and it's Yo. just that that relationship that we built yeah um He's an actor too. And that's
2: yeah. what I'm gonna say, shout out to Jordan because he was on um P Valley. He was on yeah, P Valley. He was on, he P, was
1: Valley. on P Valley. My girl Chef Persell is also on P Valley too. Okay, okay. Um so it was very that was very interesting mm-hmm. uh to see that dynamic how he kind of he played tennis, but yep. now he's doing some dope stuff. Oh yeah, right? most
2: definitely. I, um, I was surprised I was like, Jordan?
1: yeah jordan <laughs> jordan i saw him and i, I follow both uh valerie and him on instagram mm. and i saw valerie there in california for the screening and she's yeah. having the time of her life I'm like wow out, like yeah. college sweethearts plays mm-hmm. tennis to superstar yeah right yeah. um so those are the moments that we we create yeah. and you know some athletes i talk to either on text or on instagram to this day like yeah. hey how you doing uh Alyssa Melton, shout out to E. Talk to her <laughs> as of recently to yeah. see what she got going on. You know, so those memories I, I like to create
3: That's because of that
1: impact. Yeah, right. No. Um, but I think G, uh, G, G uh, GDN is gonna be here for a, a while. Um, we've had some dope experiences yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to turn the page a little bit about GGC. Okay. Now the college. Now we're gonna <laughs> back out of GDN. And talk about some ggc memories real quick
2: Uh-oh.
1: uh what would have what was your favorite and if you can't Ooh. really remember that's fine okay we mentioned the dining hall
2: that was my favorite place to go <laughs> i'm telling you like there will be days where i would skip class just to stay Good. at the dining hall and i mean don't do that yeah <laughs> for y'all, y'all that still go on the ggc don't, don't do that yeah but yeah like i remember me um uh tamaya she was my uh roommate mm. <clears throat> we would you know get some friends and we we would just be at the dining hall
1: just eating because <laughs> i think Having for us time.
2: it was like you know we didn't really have like a kitchen mm-hmm. in the dorm room mm-hmm. you know so it was like you kind of had to eat at the, at dining, the dining hall, hall. Yeah. so and then the dining hall closed at like a certain time mm-hmm. which when i would tell people they were like what your dining hall don't stay open late not really Nah. so yeah it was like a Hmm, do I go to this night class or do I go to the dining hall? <laughs> oh.
1: Not advocating that to GGC students today. No, but. no, definitely
2: not. But yeah, like that's, that was probably like my favorite place to mm. be. Cause for me, I, I've always been like kind of like a social person. And so, yeah, everybody would just kind of, that was like the hangout spot.
1: Yeah. it It was for, okay it was for us ra's because it was free
2: <laughs> oh man that's so, a, i should have been an RA. Yeah, y'all, y'all I mean, been
1: life. look guys i'm not advocating being an ra for the free room and board but no, i but gotta say use your resources user resources that we had so um we would go there so it was it was so it's it's always been me my brother now i would say that in 2017 i became an ra in 2016. he didn't become an ra in 2016. Um, But when he did, it was always either uh, me and him, uh, my friend Alex, um, India, shout out to India. Um, Shout out to one friend. Unfortunately, she did pass away uh, a couple years back, Raga. Um, She and story about Raga and Alex and us, we went to Mexico together. I'm I'm always going to remember that trip. Um, So, you know, rest in peace, Raga. Uh, But she would always be there with us, too, at the dining hall uh eating and just having a good time having to laugh and talking yeah. about programming talking about what our resonance is is doing yeah uh you know those are the the impactful moments so the dining hall creates those those memories i always every time i go to the dining hall you remember we called him five minutes i think it's his name is ron he flipped the burgers at the at the grill.
2: Man, shout out to Ron, cause I was just saying
1: <laughs> Give me five minutes.
2: Look, if if I'm going in there, I'm going to the burger spot right off top. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm gonna scan the room a little bit, but I know one thing that's always gonna be perfect.
1: The is burgers. That burger. yep. Every time we go and get a burger <laughs> or a chicken sandwich all right, I got you, give me five minutes. So we called him <laughs> five minutes, Yeah, right? Because he always said, give me five minutes.
2: That's
1: funny, man. Um, <laughs> memories. <laughs> memories. He, he followed me on Facebook, too. Uh-oh, um, Wait a minute. He did. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that because I was a college student at that time. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I,
3: feel I don't I feel know that. about
1: that. Um, but five minutes, it was either that or the uh, hibachi spot.
3: mm-hmm. mm-hmm
1: they're amazing
3: yeah
1: (laughs) they cook it just the hibachi they cook it just right yeah and he was like would you like rice or noodles you know (laughs) not picking on them like that but it was just like because he cared about the type of dish that you want um so the dining hall the dessert bar yeah
2: i'm like we spent just too much time and shout out to the to the to the staff Mm -hmm. it was always clean you know what I'm saying? So you mm-hmm. felt like, okay, this is this is a nice place to be, in. like, it was clean, it was good. Yeah, like, it was it was just always a good time at the dining hall for mm-hmm.
1: sure. For Were sure. you there when I want to say it was the subway on the outside of the dining hall?
2: It's not ringing a bell.
1: I remember they had it. They had it when I started in 2015 <clears> and a little bit 2016, but they took it out and they put something else in there.
2: I'm about to say i i don't re- i don't recall i just recall mm. like the dining hall and then i think it was like what c building or something where they had like uh, uh chick-fil-a i think was in there the um it was like a smaller a is that a that might yeah it might be a building, a building.
1: Woo, we, yeah. i can't remember a yeah, like, <laughs> long time ago
2: but yeah like but yeah. they had like a little it was kind of like another kind of cafe kinda uh, area. i
1: do remember the chick so what was it chick-fil-a
2: Maybe, maybe I'm like, maybe Panda or Express or something. I do not I do remember. Like
1: okay. I do remember Panda Express because I used to eat that a lot and I, I, <laughs> I needed a stock cause I was getting kind of fat from that. Nah, um, of that. And then what was that building? B building where the big G is on there.
3: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, and what was in that one? Einstein's and. I don't
2: look, I, I don't see, remember. Yeah, say, I mean, I, this was years it's like, ago, I can y'all. see the building. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, dang, it was food in there too. Like, yeah I, just, I don't remember
1: mm. shout out to the food <laughs> shout out to yeah. i can't say shout out to airmark because i've been reading articles about what they've been doing lately so i don't give them a shout out but Uh-oh. they airmark did uh sponsor or assuming i don't know if they're still doing it now but used mm-hmm. to sponsor food for for ggc when i was there okay um so you you mentioned uh res life mm-hmm. so what was the years you were in res life before you Oofed out if you can
2: remember um well so whenever was the so once they completed the dorm whenever whenever it was the first year that the dorms actually opened mm-hmm. i stayed on campus up until maybe um junior years because it seems mm-hmm. like once you hit junior year mm-hmm. it's like you kind of gotten like that dorm life out of you like yeah. okay I've, I've stayed on campus yeah. i know what it feels like I would rather kind of have my own space. Yeah. So. So yeah, but it was it was it was a it was a great time. I mean, I don't have any complaints. Uh, We got a few noise violations. Yeah, uh (laughs) I
1: did too because I was in when I was an RA. Oh gosh. (laughs) So one the first year I managed all mail and what they try to do, or at least they used to try to do, is where if you. You know, identify as a male, mm-hmm. then you would manage male residents. If you identify as a female, then you, um, then you would manage females. Now, yeah. I'm sure they changed some things because of today's society. For now, sure, for sure. um, but I remember one year they didn't, they forgot to tell me. Second year, I managed male and female. You want to know what the female residents were? What athletes. Oh wow! They did that on purpose. Like Kennedy works for athletics, right. so they're gonna manage. He's gonna manage the salt. It was a softball player and mm, two soccer okay. girls. Okay. So I was like, "Yeah, y'all knew what y'all were doing. <laughs> it's okay, but y'all knew what y'all y'all were doing." That's uh Okay. I've had some. I had to be. I'm trying to figure out. Well, oh, okay. We can say that because we're grown. We've been through some some parties. They they threw some parties at GDC. Yeah, absolutely. Was interesting.
2: Um, you'd be crazy if you don't think it happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting how.
1: Now this was before I was an RA, by the way. Um, but it was very interesting because it was my first college party. Mm-hmm. Now we didn't. They didn't have like all that like drugs or anything like that. But it was mm-hmm. just like a lot of people crammed into a room, for and sure. dancing, and you know,
3: mm-hmm.
1: it was college. Yeah. Um, I left quickly because there was just too much people in the room. I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. Yeah. And my friend, me and my friend Connor. Shout out to Connor. It was his first college party because we were freshmen at that time. we yeah. was like, yeah, no, this ain't for us. This ain't <laughs> this ain't our scene, buddy. Cause we were so young mm-hmm. at that point. No, I get it. Um the programming was amazing being an RA programming. Shout out to Miss Lori. Were you have you seen Miss Lori when you were? I don't think she um, didn't start yeah, yet.
2: Yeah, i I don't think so.
1: You remember Dr. Boone, Kyle Boone?
2: His name sounds familiar, but I can't
1: like. He was the face. director of Res Life, not anymore. Okay. But um, he was there when I started, mm-hmm. um, and he he was he remembered everybody's handshake because okay. we all have a unique handshake. Dope. And his thought process about Res Life was so amazing because <laughs> he was a doctor. He has his PhD. So uh, when I, lately I saw him on, I forgot what college that he went to to work. He worked at a new college. He cut his hair. He had a baby. I'm like, oh, Doctor Boo, because he had the dreads, right? I'm like, Doctor Boo, don't he's he's stepping up a little bit. He he's changing some things. Um, so sorry, I'm just resetting
3: the
2: no,
1: here. Um, but it's 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 amazing that you know Res Life when we were residents, they're different mm-hmm. than residents now right
2: most definitely and a sure. lot of
1: people have a lot of different outtakes of Res mm-hmm, life mm-hmm. but i always will love Res life for sure um they have my heart
2: yeah i mean for me staying on dorm um that was a big moment for me because that was literally the first time i had like got an opportunity to kind of mm-hmm. live outside the house like yeah. my, you know my parents house so you know to be able to meet a lot of different people and just kind of you really become like a young adult Mm -hmm. and so and you know sometimes when people Mm -hmm. move to college campuses they end up abusing that opportunity and then you know a lot of things happen Mm -hmm. but for me it gave me the opportunity to like in a way even show my parents like yo Mm -hmm. like i'm responsible i can be on campus because i had my car Mm -hmm. so i'm like i i was still doing what i needed to do you know as far as school but like yeah like i had my car i didn't take my friends everywhere you know so it was it was a dope opportunity it it felt like i had my own apartment Mm. and because i actually had the um dorm room style that had like what six
1: uh so i think it's yeah you're right two they have a two four six an eight i think and a a 12 12, yeah freshman year i was in a 12 oh my god they were a little bit smaller i had the bump but the suite i was in at that year was it was hot wow so it was
2: like yeah i was a little nervous about like what staying with six girls oh good but luckily man i i got some super super dope roommates Mm -hmm. um it was it was a great time we we all clicked it was you know we had fun like it was it was dope man we had we had a lot of great moments in there so Mm -hmm. um it's like it wasn't as bad as i was thinking it would
1: be all right so i i gotta ask and it's okay if if you may not remember. Because okay. some of the professors, I, I don't really remember. <laughs> but if you could name just quite a few, if you can, your best favorite professors that you had at GGC.
3: Mm.
2: Um, Let's go with uh, Professor um, Gibson. Um,
1: <gasps> English teacher? Yeah. Oh, yep. I love her. Yeah, yes, yep, she was yep, amazing. Yep,
2: yep, super dope. And um, uh, Professor Jerry, um, it's a woman, her name is Jerry. I forgot um, her last name, but I had her for a summer class one year, mm. and um, I had gotten into like a situation towards graduation to the point where I wasn't gonna be able to graduate, mm. and so. Um actually I'm gonna just tell this story since we're here to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we Um all about I've, the I've actually I've actually never told like this story like live on yeah, so We got the exclusive for y'all for <laughs> sure, yo. So listen, so it's um I think 2016. Mm-hmm. Um I'm taking my capstone class. Oh,
1: those are hard. Yeah. Very hard. And
2: um so luckily though, for my project, basically I had to create a website about like myself. And so I created the website um i had added like all of my accomplishments and everything that i had been kind of doing thus far just the whole thing Mm -hmm. and at the time i was still like also like writing content so script writing Mm -hmm. and you know just i was literally producing content outside of school Mm -hmm. so i was showing like my professor like we would have like check-in marks or like by a certain date you had to have like this portion of your capstone project completed mm-hmm. so that way you know just kind of kept track make sure you're doing what you needed to do mm-hmm. and so i had showed my professor like like the final kind of rough draft of my website mm-hmm. and everything was good to go
3: mm-hmm.
2: turned in my capstone project yeah she told me that i had plagiarized it and she failed me whoa i had to have a meeting with um like the ggc board like it it was a whole thing
1: yeah that's like a case yeah yeah
2: yeah it was an entire thing because they couldn't understand like number one how did you even learn how to like build a website that was the first part of it we actually had a website class yeah it was like a um like a beginner's website class we did yeah so i was like I don't even understand how y'all are asking. This is the stuff that I learned from class. Yeah. And now I'm bringing it to my capstone project. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, but what about all of these kind of like accomplishments? Like, this can't be your work. Like, you're still a college student. And it's like, hmm. well, yeah, I'm a college student. But like, I'm I'm literally walking
3: yeah. in
2: my field like right now. Yeah. And so I literally had already had a job in my field before I even graduated. Yeah. And so she failed me for my capstone class mm. and i was devastated oh
1: i would i've learned website building when i was in high school
2: <laughs> and so, so it's like so it wasn't like rocket science yeah, it's not. but i think because it it's was weird. done at a level of like oh you did this as if like you couldn't do it like you this is too mm. good to be you like you're still growing you're still That's a kind student of
1: discrimination, man. Hey, hey, hey it, okay. man, that, <laughs> it,
2: it was so crazy because like the following semester they didn't have that capstone class available yeah. and so it's like i had to wait the following semester mm. and so i became so discouraged and i was just like lord i am not mm. staying to one class
3: yeah
2: i'm about to just say forget it
3: yeah and then
2: we was i was literally having to have constant conversations with god like yo yeah. we really came this far just to walk away empty-handed yeah and it's like but god it's not fair like you see what's going on and it's like but mm-hmm. come like Just trust me, I got you. Right. But like, I really need you to do this. Yeah. Uh, So they had a um, capstone class for the following semester. Mm -hmm. It was a night class. I'm like, are you serious? Oh shoot! And those six to
1: ten o'clock. Oh my! I took a few of those. Oh my my goodness! Uh -uh. I
2: mean, just the longest time of your life. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my goodness! So I just went ahead and signed up for the class. Mm -hmm. And I went to the. It was time to go to the class, so I went. And I had Professor Jerry. Mm-hmm. Now I had, had Professor Jerry like a few summers back for a summer class. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was either a writing class, or English, some literature, something. Mm-hmm. But showed up, did my work, no problem. Mm-hmm. So she saw me and, you know, we we went through the whole class and she walked over like, hey, I would like to speak with you after class. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, gosh.
1: Oh, God. What now? What? Yeah. Right.
2: Like, oh, here we go. And so after class everybody left and she was like I remember you. She was like I remember your work ethic. You were well on your way. You should have been done by now. What happened? Yeah. And okay. so I told her. Yeah. And she was like I'm so sorry that we failed you. Yeah. Like failed you as a as a as a, as a school. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so she literally was just like I'm going to work with you to where you know your assignment is going to be a lot different from what the other students are doing, mm-hmm. and I was so appreciative, like, of that because it was just like she, like, she didn't know that I was getting ready to like tap out. Yeah, like, I was just, I, I, really can't do this. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm literally, I want the degree, but I'm getting ready to just walk away from it. Right. And so I was so grateful for her because it's just like, wow, somebody says, "Hey, I remember you" because your work ethic, your like, you were already walking and working in your field like mm-hmm. and I, I think at the time it was so rare on our campus to have people already knowing what they want to do and mm-hmm. actually be walking in it yeah so for her like she really it was just such a dope moment because i was like wow i appreciate you believing me and i
3: yeah. them,
2: I, I appreciate you seeing me
3: yeah
2: you know because i had felt like it was a moment of like did in a way having to stand with their um I guess professors. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And here, here's the kicker. I almost forgot this part <laughs> capstone project. I'm sitting at graduation,
3: mm-hmm.
2: waiting to still see the grades. I'm looking at everybody around me. Everybody is able to enjoy the moment. Yeah. They're getting ready to graduate. Right. The president at the time even had me in his speech because I was one of those students that already had a job in their field. Right. And I'm sitting there, I couldn't even enjoy graduation because it's like, yo,
1: the, the I don't anxiety. Even know. The, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: It's like I don't even know if I've passed this class or not. Yeah. And I got to walk in everything yeah. just to find out I have to retake a class. Yeah. So it's like That's I got to walk. I yeah. Yeah what devastating so it's like i got the walk in 2016 Mm
3: -hmm.
2: they but they didn't give me my actual degree until 2017 2017. Mm -hmm. so it was Mm -hmm. like it was like it was such it was the craziest experience but it just taught me to like don't
1: stop yeah i'm glad you didn't you know I'm yeah i'm really glad yeah, you did for sure like, but I, I i would understand that too because you know especially and i don't know the job market today but a lot of jobs rely on if you say you got a degree mm-hmm. they're gonna research you yeah, make sure, sure you do because a yeah. lot of people now they can yeah. lie on that
3: yeah
1: and that could have cost you a, a career oh, yeah, definitely. because of that now yeah. thankfully that it's not happened but yeah. That would have been been very, very devastating. Um yeah. that's int- I did not know that.
2: No nobody I, I don't I don't Matt doesn't even know about it. So uh, when I say that you're getting the
1: excuse yeah, He will today. Yeah, <laughs> like whistling.
2: nah for real because yeah. it was literally a moment, man, like I felt overlooked. Yeah. I felt like it was just a big discouragement because it's just like, wow. Even though I'm a college student, y'all don't know. Like, I've literally been grinding. Right. I've been doing this for a very long time. Yeah. And so when you read, like, a- at the time on my website, like, oh, I'm a videographer for Master P and Lil Romeo. And it's like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: well, these are, like, industry names that people kind of know. No, like, yeah. so what do you, you, like, yeah. we're in Lawrenceville. You know what I'm saying? So right. I feel like a lot of, so I think a lot of that kind of stemmed around, like, how are you able to work with these industry kind of elite people mm. and we're over here in like Gwinnett County yeah. you know still trying to become something yeah and so yeah like it just it was it was so it was so it was such a crazy moment but it mm. was just like I think that moment definitely helped me propel to just like yo don't ever stop what you're doing like yeah God is gonna show up. Trust him. Oh, trust me, he does. (laughs) He He showed up for me. Yeah. So I mean, it. I mean, but it was. It was one of the most uncomfortable positions I've ever, Mm. ever, ever had to be in. Mm. But it's like I don't have any, you know, malice towards GGC or anything. But it was just like that moment sucked. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, and so I was so happy when I did hear about, you know, the film program that Mm. they have now because it's like. Now we get to bring opportunity, real industry opportunities. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Back to the school, and and this is stuff that these students can put on their resume. Yeah, they're gonna get the opportunity to work on big projects, yeah. and you know what I'm saying. Just really start being a part of what's going what's on. What's
1: going on? I would love to. If if let's say uh the president now, Dr. Jan Joseph, I was gonna ask you. Um, I'll ask you in a second. I, I really wish they would. Uh, I hope maybe one day they'll reach out to people because me and you were in the industry. Mm-hmm. We might be independent, but yep. you know, you've got your music out there. you have an IMDb page? Not yet. You should get one.
2: Yeah. I'm That's like, amazing. I haven't, I haven't even, there are so many things that I need to do mm-hmm. that I haven't done.
1: I, I'm going to research, I'm going to send you how to do it because I, I got mine couple days ago they still have me as an actress instead of an actor so like, hey guys i'm a man (laughs) actor (laughs) please but me being in that and our films Mm -hmm. being on prime and your music out there in the medium i really want maybe the ggc hopefully they're listening reach out to us alumni that are in the industry that can kind of contribute and teach students how to how to be in this industry how to go about it um because we're in this society now that it's all about networking instead of about uh, education, education is important mm-hmm. But yeah, it's the network
2: sure. Actually what I want to do is um, I definitely would love to speak to the president And mm-hmm. you know um, I'm excited to go To the to the GGC mixer that's coming up March 15th guys we'll be there Yeah definitely we're definitely going to be in the building But yes. I want to I talk to the dean because i like do want to bring opportunities to the, the students that's there like i have content that i want to produce mm-hmm. um i currently work for um a company called casemate where i handle all of their video needs mm-hmm. and so i would love to even come on campus and shoot some content with them and love to. you know just really want to just be able to give back and just let these students know like hey even though you might feel like oh i'm out here in gwinnett county like we're going to bring some opportunities to you guys, you know? So that's Mm -hmm. definitely something that I want to like really lean into this year.
1: Yeah. I wanted to lean to that. And I remember in 2020, and again, it was a hard year. Shout out to Felicia and and Taylor. They were also, they're also GGC alumni. Um, They tried to start a radio station at Mm -hmm. GGC and they at the, so we were booming in 2019 when it comes to, we, I did this show called the um, Grizzly Talk podcast so it was where i had to 2019 i was working in hospitality and i had my own house or apartment Mm -hmm. and i had to kind of step away from gdm because hey i got big bills coming up
2: Nah, for real (laughs) so
1: um i started podcasting on campus Mm -hmm. and everybody was like i saw your show
3: yeah
1: you're dope Mm -hmm. and i felt like that quote-unquote campus celebrity because everybody would come hey Good show last yeah. week. I heard your show. Like, and I'm like, wow, yeah, people dope. are really listening. Um, and a little bit of stems from because I remember Matt tried to do a, a podcast called the Beyond the Glory podcast.
2: Yeah, I remember him. That was interesting. That. Yeah.
1: I, I really want him to bring that show back. Mm-hmm. And I would love to help him and kind of show him some things about that, because it's yeah. I, I love the show. Um, But they started the radio station and they had a professor, Dr. Uh, Elgin. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. They're trying to put it together and then COVID hit. Yeah. Right. And ever since then, I haven't heard anything. Yeah. So I would love to show them, hey, this is how you do radio. Yeah. This is how you broadcast radio. This is what you say on radio. Yeah. This is how you do it. And I think it's a very interesting market mm-hmm. because we can bring that tool to students. We can get the equipment to yeah. students and they yeah. really understand it. Because guess what? Radio station and podcasting, that's the that's the latest thing right yeah, now. Hand, everybody's hand, everybody's doing sure. it. Yeah. Um, So I feel GGC has something going, but there's a way for them to keep going forward. For sure. Right. And I I feel they need GGC alumni who Mm -hmm. is in the industry to kind of help them with that and guide them and kind of take notes. And, you know, it could lead to more jobs. Yeah. If GGC reached out to me today and said, hey, we want you to be Dean of Multimedia, Kenley, would you do it? absolutely yeah definitely. absolutely because this is the market that we're in now mm-hmm. yeah. um
2: and it's not going it's not going anywhere it's not if anything is going to continue to evolve and just continue to grow into something that's even bigger yeah so because i'm like radio has been around for a very long time mm-hmm. and then now people are starting to add cameras and this and that mm-hmm. like it's literally becoming mm-hmm. a full-blown production it is so it def- is. yeah definitely
1: it is uh, i did see um ggc get involved they, they have a podcast um they got they're on spotify and they got spotify okay. video which is great okay but it's like y'all need equipment mm-hmm. you need a, a better condensed mic you need a mix board you yeah. need you need these things
3: yeah
1: and i don't think they have anybody to really show them
2: well yeah like <laughs> so it's, it's gonna take us to reach out like yeah hey, we AKA. saw your show
1: let ggc give me hope. a job okay gosh darn it
3: for
2: <laughs> sure yeah um
1: so uh we we covered gdn we covered mm-hmm. ggc um the based off the stories uh like i say we won't dabble in 2019 and 2020 because those were kind of off years a yeah. little um but it's good to see it's good to see that you're doing well number one. oh yeah definitely. um
2: always thriving
1: appreciate you coming on the show I like i say uh shout out to georgia gwinnett college shout out for to sure, dr sure. jan joseph shout out to mr matthew mahoney for sure. gdn crew shout out to all the and i i and i'm going to be sharing this to all of the athletes that i know personally and say check this show out uh-oh, uh-oh. so that way they don't miss out uh because we talked about some athletes on the in a good way <laughs> talk about some athletes on this show um where can they find you on social media, maybe?
2: Oh, man. Um, so on Instagram, uh, Nay underscore songs with a Z. Um, if you're on Facebook, Nay songs, mm-hmm. um, iDreamProductions.com. So on Instagram, is Nay underscore songs with a Z. Um, if you're on Facebook, it's Nay songs. Um, check out my production company, uh, iDreamProductions.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm sure if you just type me in the Google search, I will pop up. Don't Appreciate. you love that? Okay, so
1: I, I'm not yeah. narcissistic, but, but, you know, so I, my buddy, because he said the same thing with, he's like, hey, you you know you're on IMDb, right? So I did that and I, I Googled myself and I'm listed there. Like, you can clearly see all my stuff. Like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of neat, but kind of narcissistic. <laughs> nah, it's
2: dope. But it's dope because
1: it's yeah. you're Googleable, you yeah, know? absolutely. Um, yeah,
2: and that just lets you know that you're making your impact. You're leaving your mark. You are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of times, especially like in media, especially like parents for a long time, Mm -hmm. they thought that this was like a hobby. And so Mm -hmm. now when it becomes a a situation where this is something that you can actually get a job in and make some really great money and create some really opportunities Mm -hmm. and then be a part of some really great opportunities, Mm -hmm. like, I'm sure if I if I Google my my parents, they're not going to come up the way I would come up. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, it's like I don't even know at the, you know, back then, like growing up the fact, you know, you can type in a search engine, I don't know, Whitney Houston. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, like, like wow 20 just,
1: billion pages. Yeah, so
2: things. it's just like to now be a part of that space where yeah. somebody can Google you and you pop up and you know, your accomplishments and mm-hmm. you know, whatever kind of media you have out there like it's a dope, it's a dope feeling. It is
1: a dope feeling. So, it's yeah. such a dope feeling. <laughs> Guys, check Ebony Nay Songs out. Her, her music, iDream yeah. Productions. Shout her out. Hit her up. Um, and if you are a GGC alumni, again, come to the GGC uh mixer sponsored yep. by the School of Liberal Arts. It's going to be March 15th. Don't miss mm-hmm. out. We will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh KOP Kennedy Lucas will be there. Ebony mm-hmm. Naysongs Liggins will be there mm-hmm. as and well. The so please. Come on out for that. That's going to wrap it up for our podcast show, ladies and gentlemen. The KLP Aftermath GDN, GGC Special on our radio stations. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching the video version on our YouTube at KLP Entertainment. And if you're listening on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, Audacy, and so much more, we appreciate you guys. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Until then, from our studio here in Atlanta, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Ebony Nason Liggins always like to say, "Stay safe, stay swanky,
3: peace." Get it, get it, get it, get it. Ladies and gentlemen, You are now tuned in into Atlanta's hottest radio show. show. The other stations are tuned into
0: ALP Aftermath. Swanky, I'm your host, Kennedy. On Swanky 93.3 radio station. The Heat 94.6 radio station. KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, brings out all the stops. Tune in to KLP Aftermath as we have stories, reviews, current events and even our famous segment, Elephants in the Room. Inspired by the Breakfast Club's Donkey of the Day, KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, streams on Atlanta's number one radio station. Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6. Radio stations. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and more